Hello and welcome back to Chit Chat. I am Maddie. I am your host. And this is the third episode of Chit Chat. I'm so excited to get this party started. So today I have a little bit of a different topic. Um, I don't even know what that means because this is Chit Chat. We literally talk about anything. But today I'm going to be talking about the five love languages. And I'm sure you've heard of them before, but if you haven't, here's just like the most brief overview of it ever. And if you want to look more into it, I highly suggest doing that. It's really, really interesting. Um, So I believe it came from a book. Um, As you can tell, this is not me doing research on what the five love languages are. This is just my general knowledge. Um, But basically, someone wrote a book that there's five love languages And I took a quiz on the five love languages and I took the ones, uh, I took the quiz where it tells you how you receive love because with this concept of these five love languages, it's basically how you receive love and how you give love. And this is um, geared more towards like relationships, like romantic relationships. Um, But I think it can be for like friendships and other things like that too. It's just the way that you receive love because everyone receives love differently. And then there's also one where you can take it of how you give love. But I didn't take that quiz. I just took the one that tells you how you receive love. So first of all, the five love languages are acts of service, physical touch, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, and quality time. And a lot of times the receiving gifts one gets a lot of kind of hate I guess because people are like oh to like be in love with someone you have to receive gifts but that's not how the love languages work the love languages it doesn't matter which one you are it this is just how you receive love the most and this is really great um to I think this would be really cool to take with like a partner with like a spouse or with like your boyfriend or girlfriend or non-binary partner this would be a really cool quiz to kind of take together because I think it can be hard for even like I'm about to share my results and I was shocked by some of them like some of these are kind of more obvious to me at least but some of them were a little surprising and also sometimes it's hard to tell your partner hey this is how I receive love and this is how I need you to give me love because like I said this is the way you receive love but there's also a way that you give love. And so, like, I can definitely say the way that I, the way that I give love is probably quality time or giving gifts. Like, I really like to get people gifts. It it brings me a lot of joy to get people gifts. I love searching for a gift. I love finding the perfect gift. It brings me a lot of happiness to give someone a gift. But I don't necessarily like receiving gifts that much. Also, my cat is meowing. I have no idea if the mic can pick it up or not. She's fine if the mic is picking it up. She's just wants to be in here. But as I've talked about before, she can't be around all the wires. But anyways, I think this is really cool quiz to do with a partner. But it's also just interesting to do by yourself to kind of get a more in-depth feel of how you do need to receive love to feel the most loved. And so I'll get started with the one that is hold on, sorry, I had to burp, oh my god, okay, anyways, um, I'm gonna go into 
I think I'm going to start out with just saying what percentage each one of these was for me because I took the quiz fivelovelanguages.com. I believe that's sort of the quote-unquote official site to take the quiz. I don't know. It's the first one that popped up. It seemed legit. I took the quiz. So I'm just going to read off what my percentages are from most to least, and then I want to go into each one and talk about how I feel about them. So my most is acts of service with 37%. So pretty much, you know, pretty close to half, you know, a little bit off obviously, but pretty close to half of the way that I receive love is through acts of service. Um, And then quality time and words of affirmation are pretty close together. They're both about 25%. Receiving gifts is 13. And then physical touch. And guys, this is the one that I really, really want to talk about. Zero percent. Literally zero percent is physical touch for me. So first I want to go into how the quiz is and why I think I scored 0% on physical touch because the way that they take the quiz is like, would it be more meaningful if a partner did A or did B? And it was like, would it be more meaningful if a partner A brought you flowers at the end of a long work day or B like took out the trash without being asked? You know, and it was better questions than that, more specific, but that's kind of the way it was. And then you picked like A or B, which one like meant more to you. So all the ones that were physical touch, I picked the opposite one because for me, if like I got home from a really long work day and like my spouse had like taken out the trash and done the dishes and like just done something for me that I knew that I had to do when I got home, but then I didn't have to do it. That is so much more meaningful to me than if I got home and they were like, oh, I know it's been a long day. Like, do you want a hug? I'd be like, no, I don't want a hug, which makes me maybe sound, I don't know. But again, like there's no judgment in the love languages. This is just the way that you like receive love. But it makes me sound like so cold and frigid when I first saw that it was 0%. And I also don't think that's true. I definitely don't have 0% physical touch. I do appreciate a good hug every now and then. I like being physical with a partner. Of course, that's a big part of like a romantic relationship is being physical. Like that's kind of what separates a lot of times. I mean, of course, like the love and the romanticism, like blah, blah, blah. there are a lot of things that separate friendship and relationships. But a big one is that with your friends, there is a very different physical relationship than when you're with a partner like especially as an adult the difference between a romantic partner and a friendship there is a really big physical difference but I think that I scored so low again because the questions are like either or so a lot of times I just pick the I would well I guess 100% of the time because I got 0% on physical touch but I just would pick the other one over physical touch. And also, I'm really not into hugs. Like, I really have to need a hug if I get a hug. And you can ask my sisters because they hate that, or really just my one sister. She hates that I do not want to hug her all the time because she loves to give hugs. And she's always like, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, "Mm, no, thank you. But it's not because I don't love her. I love her very much. I love all my family very much. But I have to really need a hug to want to receive a hug. And I also hate PDA. 
which is why I think I also scored so low on physical touch because I really like I will if I am with someone in a relationship there is absolutely no way that I'm gonna kiss them in public like absolutely not especially not in front of like their friends or my friends or my family or their family that is so weird to me but like some people don't care like I've worked in restaurants and I have seen people that don't care if they kiss in public and like I guess good on you but that is definitely not me and even in a relationship with like PDA the most I want to do in public is like maybe hold someone's hand like under the table or like have them put their arm around me as we leave like a restaurant or a movie like I definitely do not in public show a lot of physical affection more I don't show any more physical affection than like a handhold or maybe like an arm or like a random you know like touch on the arm to show that I love them you know I'm not like frigid and cold this is like so interesting to me because I do like a physical element to really any relationship, but I it's definitely the lowest. I don't think it's 0%, but it is definitely the lowest, and that is so interesting to me. But the whole point of the love languages is like how you feel the most loved when someone does that thing to you slash for you. So like the whole example of me getting home if someone was like, do you need a hug right now? I'd probably be like, no, like I don't like that's not going to make me feel better in this moment. That's not going to make me feel cared for and loved by you. If I got home and I was like, oh, I had the longest day at work and they were like, all right, well, let me go pick up dinner. I, you know, like I'll be the one to go and drive and, and pick up the dinner and I'll do the dishes after. I'd be like that. That's amazing. Would you like to get married? Um, so that's the way that I definitely receive love is acts of service or Oh my gosh, like literally just thinking about it, if I got home and someone was like, hey, just I took out the trash and I fixed up the bedroom and the bathroom a little bit, you know, just want to tell you, show you how much I loved you. That would drive me insane. I would love like insane in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, my mom listens to this podcast. So we're not going to get into more detail than that. And also, I think my grandmother does. Hey, grandma. It's not weird. But acts of service, that definitely shows me the most love. So that one, when it came up as my highest, like 40%, almost, you know, almost half of the way that I receive love, that made a lot of sense. Physical touch being zero, I don't think it's zero, but it's definitely not the way that I receive love the most. So the next one receiving, or the next one, the next highest, so acts of service is the highest. The next one is quality time. That one, that one makes sense as well. I definitely value quality time. I like being with a partner. You know, with the age <laughs> – that sound that just came out of my mouth sounded so funny. I'm so distracted. Um, quality time is so important because I feel like in a world of phones – and, like, of course, I use my phone, so I am s such a hypocrite in this scenario. But in the world of phones, when it is really hard to not be on your phone all the time, it is – something that I think a lot of people are addicted to or not even like just re we rely on our phones a lot and if I'm with someone and we're like eating dinner or we're hanging out and they specifically like don't go on their phone the whole time 
or they only check it, you know, when they get a text message or whatever, or their phone is in their back pocket or their purse or their backpack or whatever while we're hanging out and they are like fully focused on being with me and like having a conversation and like being in that moment together. That means a lot to me. That truly means so much to me or like watching a movie with someone even and well like backtrack actually I'm scratch that whole movie thing I enjoy the sort of like non-quality time like quote-unquote I'm doing air quotes but it's a podcast so you can't see them like air quotes not non-quality time because I think that any time you spend with like a partner who you love and care about is quality time where it's you know just the two of you But if you watch a movie with someone or if you're just like watching a TV show with someone, that is still good time spent with each other. And that's that's lovely. That's amazing. I like no denying I enjoy that as well. I'm not like high maintenance in the fact where we like can't watch movies together. We can't like, you know, just do something normal. I love doing that. But quality time of like me and you, me and this other person, we are going to sit down and we are going to have a moment together we are going to have a dinner together we are going to have a conversation we are going to spend some like true time just the two of us hashing out an idea or talking about our day or talking about the universe or you know whatever like it doesn't have to be that big but a time where you're just like it's just me and you no one's on their phone there are no other distractions or you know like taking a dog for a walk or you know um I don't know, I'm trying to think of more examples, just going on a walk in general or doing something like that where you're like spending real true quality time with someone. And again, I enjoy like the movie dates and the sitting at home and relaxing on the couch and just sort of like not caring about too much. But that like real quality time when someone puts in that effort to have real quality time, that means so much to me of that like yeah, just like real true quality time, like not being distracted by anything else. That that means so much to me. Um, the next one up is words of affirmation. I definitely thrive on compliments. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Humble little me thrives on a compliment. Um, but I do. I need compliments. I need you to tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> and not only do I need you to tell me I'm pretty, because I am. Um, I also like to hear, you know, like, I'm proud of you or like, that's really amazing or, you know, uh, just stuff like that. Like, I, like if something happened at work and I got a promotion and they're like, oh my gosh, that is amazing. I am so proud of you. You worked so hard to do that. That will mean, that means so much to me. Honestly, I think even though the quiz says that it's lower than quality time, I think words of affirmation is probably for me higher than quality time. And this doesn't mean I need a compliment every single day, but that's why it means so much when, like, I'm with someone and they're like, you know, you just look beautiful today. You look so beautiful. Or they're like, oh, my gosh, Madeline, you are so funny. You are just that. You are so funny. Or (laughs) this is literally just me giving me compliments. I'm giving myself words of affirmation, honey. Because I'm not in a relationship, so time to freaking, you know, words of affirmation, love language myself. But when someone just gives, like, a little quick compliment that that truly means something and, tr- like, they truly believe it, that means so much to me. And I hate fishing for compliments. I hate when I'm like, 
does this outfit look good? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you look good. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, go die. Not actually. That was really intense. But it makes me feel so much worse when someone like, when I'm like fishing for compliments. I love when someone just gives me like a quick compliment, but it like is really meaningful. And this happens a lot at work. Honestly, this is where I feel really like loved at work. And again, that's why I think these love languages, it does gear towards more of like a romantic relationship, but it also can just go into all elements of your life. Like if I'm at work and someone's like, thank you so much for taking care of that earlier today. That really mean a lot that you took the time out of your day to do that. Or they were like, you did a really great job at this thing. That's going to mean so much to me more than like, I mean, and again, this is where like the love languages doesn't really work in other aspects because I don't want to spend like quality time with my coworkers. Um, but, and that's like one of my love languages, but definitely words of affirmation in a romantic relationship. That means so much to me when someone is just giving you like this offhand compliment for like no reason and they're just like giving you that boost of confidence that you kind of need to get through like the next you know however long and it's just it's nice to hear those things it's nice guys compliment your friends like for real even if it's not their love language well if it's not actually don't do it because if words of affirmation is not your love language, if it's your 0%, like my physical touches, if you're like, oh my gosh, you look so good today, they're going to be like, <laughs> please don't talk to me anymore. Like I've known people who genuinely hate being complimented. And like there are exceptions to everything, much like my physical touch. But that is not the way that they are going to receive love. The best way is like through a compliment. They're going to, that might make someone feel uncomfortable. But I think it's always good to give your friends compliments and family members compliments. I think everyone deserves a compliment. You don't know what someone's going through. I remember one time, and I'm throwing my sister on the bus for this one. Not really. This was like five years ago, so I don't think she cares or even remembers this anymore. But we were going to – we were going to somewhere. Maybe like church. I don't know. We were going somewhere, and it was me and her, and she, like, could not find an outfit that worked. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary friends, we have all been there. You just cannot find something that looks good. Everything feels ugly on you. You just, like, and it doesn't. You look amazing, but everything just, like, feels itchy and wrong and, like, not good. And it was one of those days for her, and she was just, like, not feeling any outfit. And I think she couldn't get her hair to look nice. Like, it was frizzy or something was going on. She just, like, didn't feel good. And eventually it got to a point where we like had to leave the house. We had to just go and we left and we got to wherever we were going and she was like, I don't want to go in. Like, I feel so gross. I feel da 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 da. And I was like, you look fine. And she like wouldn't believe me because I was just like, you look fine. You look fine. Let's go. And we got in and I remember a girl walked right up to us and she was like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful today. Your hair looks amazing. And this girl did not know that my sister was, like, struggling the whole morning. And I could tell it just, like, lit her up. Like, she was like, okay, I do look good. I'm fine. And that's what I mean by just give people compliments, make people feel good. Because that person had no idea what my sister was going through that morning. But she very well probably made my sister's day and, like, made her feel okay through the rest of wherever we were. And... That probably meant so much to her at that time. And I still remember that because I was like, wow, I am so happy that someone else said something because I knew that it like boosted her confidence. So it's always good to give people compliments. Again, 
be aware that if someone doesn't receive your compliment well, it's probably just not the way they receive love and friendship. But I think that you can really never go long with a never go wrong, sorry, <laughs> with a genuine, sincere compliment. Because and make sure it's sincere. Don't just compliment someone to compliment them because people pick up on that. I've definitely gotten a compliment or two where someone's like, oh my God, girly, you look amazing today. I'm like, you don't mean that, Stephanie. You don't. You don't mean it at all. You just said that because you need to be the nice girl. Anyways, that's a whole other conversation. Also, Stephanie's out there. I don't hate you. This is not targeted. You're fine. You're doing fine. You're doing great, sweetie. But make sure to give people genuine compliments because that will mean something more to them. But it's just really nice to give people compliments. We're all human. We're all going through it. And also know for yourself, if you are you right now, which you are, so I'm speaking to you. Hi, how are you? Hope you're doing great. Know that people are thinking of these compliments and not saying them because they think they will be weird. So when you're going somewhere and you think you're in a bomb outfit and no one says anything, everyone thinks you look amazing. But it would be weird if you were in the Fresh Market or the um, Earth Fair or the Whole Foods or the Ralph's or wherever you are and someone is like, oh my god, your outfit looks amazing. They feel weird about saying that, but they're thinking it in their head. So, and also if they're thinking something different, then they suck and you don't need to listen to them anymore. So just know I am always complimenting you and you should always compliment yourself because as long as you feel comfortable in your skin, you're doing amazing and not you're amazing by Stephanie, like you're actually doing amazing. So just feel good in your skin. Those are your words of affirmation for the day from me, your little love language lady. But seriously, like compliment yourself. If that's also, if that's your love language, if your love language is words of affirmation, if that's your number one, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. And I know that's like a common thing for people to say and it sucks. You feel so stupid when you first do it, when you're looking in the mirror and you're like, you are loved. You are, you are, you're really nice. It feels so strange. But if you start doing it and you start believing it, Trust me, I'm doing a podcast right now and I'm staring at my shoes and like a suitcase that I haven't unpacked. It is super weird to talk to no one, but I believe everything that I'm saying. So it's not weird. So put that same mentality when you look in the mirror, look in the mirror and be like, you are amazing. You right there in front of me. You are amazing. You are amazing. You don't have to get that intense with yourself. Be kind to yourself. But seriously, give yourself compliments because sometimes no one else will. And you're the only one who can control your own life. And you're the most important person in the world because you are you and you only get one life. So you are the top priority. So give yourself a compliment. That's my little soapbox. I will now step off. Um, My next one, my second to lowest is receiving gifts, which is interesting because I really like giving gifts, but I, and I, I appreciate every gift I'm given. Like mom, mom, I know you're listening right now. I love all my Christmas gifts. Thank you so much. I know you love me. I know that's your love language, babe, is giving gifts. I know it. I know it. I love you so much. And I do appreciate every gift you've given me. I'm recording. I, I love you. Um, but receiving gifts, especially in like a romantic relationship, that is definitely not my love language. Like I am not going to feel more or less loved from a gift. 
Like that's not going to really change my love for someone. It is going to make me feel loved in some way because you got me a gift. But if someone were like, would you rather your partner give you a gift or would you rather your partner fill up your car with gas so that you don't have to, I'm going to go with the practical cars, gas, acts of service side of things. Or would you rather your partner tell you randomly how beautiful you look versus would you rather your partner give you a necklace randomly? I would rather someone compliment me. So I appreciate all the gifts I get. Okay, mom, mom, I appreciate them. I appreciate all the gifts that I get, but it's just not the way that I feel the most like charged in my love for lack of a better term. Like that doesn't recharge my love battery, if that makes sense. I don't know. That was kind of weird. We're, you know what? We're making moves. Um, so we're, we're figuring this out. Um, but yeah, so receiving gifts, amazing, wonderful, love to get a gift. Not, not my love language, not my way of receiving love the most. And again, I think that, or yeah, receiving gifts gets hate sometimes because people are like, oh, you need something materialistic to like feel the most loved. It's yeah, sure. You can, that can be it. If someone buys you something and you're like, wow, you thought of me and you bought me this thing because you thought of me that that wow that fills up my my love battery that's okay that's a perfectly normal oops sorry that's a perfectly normal and okay way to feel about it because again it's the love language it's just the way you feel it's not something you can control and also receiving gifts as a love language is not like the only way I feel loved is if my boyfriend buys me a Gucci bag every single week and he's just like so amazing. That's a sugar daddy. Or you guys are rich and live in Los Angeles and maybe I'm a little jealous of you. But that's not what the love language is. The love language is just like the act of receiving a gift and someone giving you a gift is the way that you feel loved. But anyways, it's not I don't even know why I'm defending it so much. It's so low on my list. But I just feel like the other ones seem a little more selfless. And I want to be clear, if you take this quiz and you get receiving gifts as one of your highest, you should not feel bad because that's perfectly fine. So yeah, that's basically the five love languages. Um, This is really fun to talk about. I talked a lot about myself. I'm sorry I didn't ask about you this whole podcast. Um, I hope you're doing well. Please take this quiz. Let me know what your results are. Um, post them on your Instagram story and tag me at chitchat underscore pod. I would love to see your percentages against mine um, because mine were obviously jarring. Apparently, I don't want anyone to ever touch me again, which is like kind of true. Also, as I just said that, I realized maybe that's a little bit also the result of coronavirus where I'm like, I don't need physical touch as much anymore because I'm so used to not getting physical touch as much. I don't know. Maybe that's something to bring up with therapists this week. Um, I don't think that's it. I think I just really don't like random hugs. I like a planned hug. I like to know when the hug will be um, being received by me. I will usually text my mom before I want to hug her because we don't live together. So I'll just text her and be like, hey, can we, can I grab a hug from you later? And she's like, sure. But I don't, I don't want to show up and just be getting a hug. Anyways, 
Not that this matters. Please follow the Instagram at chitchat underscore pod. Um, go listen to this on Apple Podcasts and leave a review slash subscribe. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or somewhere else, please just go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review. It really helps me out. And also, if you leave a review, that will help me know what you guys like listening to and what you don't like listening to. Um, and if your review is just, please stop bumping the mic so much, I, I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. I'm kidding. You can leave whatever review you want. It is your world. I am simply living in it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening again. Please go follow the Instagram. Please tag me in your love language post. Please leave a review. Please do all the amazing things that you do. Thank you so much for listening. It truly, truly means the world to me when people text me and they say that they've listened to the podcast. I hope that I express that enough, but it truly means so much to me when you guys like the podcast and you continue listening. So with that being said as well, tell your friends, get your friends to listen. I would love for more listeners to come to this podcast. It would mean so much to me. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful evening. Drink lots of water. Take a warm shower. Put a heating pad on, make some good food, and live your best life and compliment yourself. I love you so, so, so much. I love you so much. I appreciate you. Love you so much. You look good today. Love you so much. Okay, bye.